and you're very welcome back to Green Cows Don't Fly and here we are again in our green room and here along with me is B. Hello B. Hello. How's things? That's what you're getting from me now. Just All right, hello. okay. Oh, we're going to have to pay you by the word, are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bit like Dickens. I knew you got paid by the word. <laughs> yes, only if we don't, if only we will get paid. That'd be nice. Yes, it would be, yeah. All these kind of creative industries that don't, you know, you could sort of topple the world economy if everybody who did stuff for nothing got paid. (laughs) Yeah, you know, people always say, oh, we should be able to do our jobs, uh, you know, what we dream of doing, we shouldn't be getting paid for it, blah, blah, blah. That's just so idealistic. I mean, who's going to wipe their arse, you know? No, exactly. Nobody's going to want to do that. Nobody's going to grow up and think, oh, I know, I don't want to be an arse wiper. I've been called one once or twice. Society, we should be, well, yeah. (laughs) We should be doing what we love to do. Yes. I mean, I do do, do get terribly envious of people who do a job they love. You know, all my working career, I pretty much despised it, you know. Well, I think it's most of us, isn't it? It's like 99% of us. These days, you've got to be happy if you've got a job. Yeah, so, you know, back in the day, people thought, I know what we'll do. Everybody will do something, or most people will do something they don't want to do. For not exactly. enough money, for not enough reward, and we'll call the society, and everybody will be happy. That's why we have to do things like podcasts to keep yes, ourselves happy. Escapism, right? Look, yeah, looking for that elusive break. It's just coming, just round the corner. That elusive break. Exactly. <laughs> just one phone call away. Yeah. <laughs> one email. Ding. What's this? Ah, my life's about to change. Then for perhaps not. Worse. And meanwhile, back at the <laughs> back at the coal face. Uh, <laughs> I suppose we better get on, better get on, do what we're here for. Yes, chapter 10. Yeah, chapter 10 of the new Quester's Guide to Saving It. The other world, that is. See the way I got that? You got that first off, didn't have to yeah. do any sort of re-recording and, you know... No, what is concerning me is the cutting. book. I have to make the book extra wide to fit that title in. <laughs> Small font, <laughs> I suppose. More like a strip rather than a book. Just a kind of an elongated, sort of one-inch deep rectangle. Maybe sort of a fold-out cover page, might yeah, be. Pop-ups. Yeah, pop-up. pop-up. Yeah, pop-up. <laughs> Do you know how, when I was a kid, I, I, I still remember vaguely, uh, sorry, vividly, we had a, a really old-fashioned book. This sort of thing you see turns up on Antiques Roadshow and stuff like that. It was a picture book. It was like uh, Wee Willie Winky and all these stories. But you opened it and it kind of, the, the pictures literally popped up. It was brilliant. There was one of the Tower of the London Bridge, because it had London Bridges falling down. Uh, sorry, Tower Bridge. It, I can't remember what the rhyme went. We opened the book anyway, and the, the whole thing popped up. It was absolutely fantastic. So by making it fall down, you just close the book. Yeah, yeah, just close the bridge is falling down. Yeah, or Clothing something like that. Yeah, absolutely. No, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> London Bridge is being folded up, folded up, folded up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Change the words. Anyway, um, yeah, let's go. Let's let's, see let's what we're get doing. on with it. Yeah. Okay. Brian, where's Brian? Oh yes, there he is. There he is. Coming through the door in our green velvet jacket today, in this heat. Ugh. Ugh. He doesn't sit so close to me. No, nor me. Make him sit at the other table over there. Right here he comes. Here he comes. Hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. Hello, you two. How's your belly off for spots? Uh, what are you talking about? You've gone all ailing comedy, Brian. I've been reading Norman Wisdom's autobiography. Anyway, have you got my stars script? You never emailed it. 
Yes, hang on, here you go. Now go and sit over there and get into character. Very well. I do hope it's good. Nothing is ever really duty-free, not even teddy bears. OK. Right, yes, I'm sure that'll become clear. <laughs> right, here goes. Mm. The group of questers, which now consists of Grandolf, Bob, Crazel, Pristina and Olozia, all from book one, go check. Yeah, available on Amazon. You, for you, on Amazon yeah. two ninety nine for the paperback, no, for the... E-book, six ninety nine yeah. for the paperback. Yeah. As well as Moonbeam, plus a youngest elder, whom we shall call Belinda, to make things easier, <laughs> and Captain Jarrell Cartano. Those three are from book, from this book. Just go back a few pages and check. Are, um, they are... Damn, where's that train of thought going? Ah, oh, yes. They're in the port of Revod. Revod, eh? Where could that be? That's... Revod, that's Revod. reverse for Dover, mm, isn't it? Yeah, it could be. I see what they've done there. <laughs> Revod. They're at the port of Revod, waiting Revod. to board Revod. the boat. Sounds, it sounds, actually sounds Eastern European. Sounds like it should be in Latvia or Lithuania or something Revod. like that. Yeah, Revod. Comrade, we are going to Revod. We're going to Revod. We're Revod. Back to the the boat leaves from Revod. Do not be late. <laughs> All will kneecap you. Anyway... Are waiting to board the boat, which will take them across the lake of Seven Agonies to the island where the Toad in the Hole statue is located and where they will... Oh, whatever. Let's just say the questers are queuing up for the passport control. Ship ahoy, ma'am. Moonbeam beams and no one in particular. Pristina frowns. Oh, don't get so excited, you silly daisy man. It's going to take us ages to board the ship. Look at this queue. She points at the front of the line they're standing in. After we go through the passport control, we'll still have to queue for that luggage security check-in thingy where they look through our luggage. And after that, there's the booth where you get your boarding passes. She turns to Alosia. Oh, and Alosia, I really don't think they'll let you on with that spear. <laughs> yeah, well, like, when all that started, actually, we, had, uh, we were all away on a business trip in Germany, coming back. And a bloke had a little tiniest little pe a little joke pen knife, and he had to confiscate it off him. Couldn't take that on board. So yeah, I think she's back in the loser with a spear. Definitely. <laughs> yes, but well, yes, but well, I suppose even a little knife can make a lot of damage. Yeah. Well, you could cut your finger with that, couldn't you? No, this was, this was minuscule. I mean, this was ridiculous. It was the, the whole joke was it was a tiny little knife. It was a little giveaway. Can't remember from whom, but anyway. But yeah, so no, no chance with a spear. No. Is she going to put that then? Well, we'll have to see, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll hide it. The queue inches forward. Belinda, the youngest elder, pushes the questers forward into the gap, which has formed while they were chatting. Come along, my lovelies, catch up. Crazel shifts nervously from one foot to the next. Oh, Crazel, uh, are you oh, there? Hello, hello <laughs> sorry, I was at the loo. Uh, I'm Grandolf. When you book these tickets, 
Did you get us in the executive club lounge? Yes, why? Crazy old sniggers. I hear they've got very pretty waitresses there. Pristina gives him a smack. Oh, you perf, get a grip. Well, yes, exactly. That's what I want to do, get a grip. He sniggers. (laughs) (laughs) Bob frowns at Crazel. Hold yourself together, Crane, because this is holographic. A woman on holographic. I didn't understand the word of that. <laughs> Not me. I shouldn't really could do it. I should have done a different voice for Bob, really. Pull yourself together. I'll, I'll, do, it, I'll do it less squeaking. Uh, <laughs> where are we? Pull yourself, Pull yourself together. together. Pull yourself together, Cray, because this is holographia. The women are holographic. If I get myself a handful, I kind of feel it. Everyone sighs. Aloja, who's shoving her spear up the back of her armour ah. to hide it, says... There we go. It's up ah, on the back of her arm. Yeah, right. Up her arse, basically. <laughs> Cray, I thought you were cured. Yes, well, but this place is doing something weird to me. Suddenly, there's a voice out of nowhere. Who's I this guess voice? I should read that one, don't I? That's yeah. a German guy. Entschuldigung. 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 A German hologram who was at the back of the queue tries to push to the front of the queue. <laughs> Pristina smacks him with a shopping trolley, shouting, Oh, I don't think so, mine hair. That showed him. German man staggers back to the back of the queue, mumbling, Damn, these Brits, just because they won the war doesn't mean they rule the world. Oh, this is right. <laughs> Captain Jarell Cartano, who hasn't said anything for a while, but wants to say something, says in his Spanish accent, does anybody have their passport ready? That's, that's not very Spanish, is it? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, how do Spanish? Does everyone people? have their passport ready? I know, it, something's I know. think Italian, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, does everybody have their passport ready? <laughs> <laughs> Grandolf rubs his beard, a grave expression on his face. Hmm, totally forgot about that. But never mind, I shall use my superpowers. Grandolf thinks, passports for everyone. And presto, everyone has their passport. We're back to that, aren't we? Yeah. Although he could just uh, materialise the... Um, he could, what are they looking for? Passport, the amulet yeah. of something. Yeah, the amulet of... Snorker. Snorker, yeah. Snorker. The sausage of snorker or something and, and the uh, the toad in the hole. Yeah. But say, exactly. that's your books. Just... That's your books for you. We've been down there before. I mean, all books could be <laughs> one word. Like one They'll page long. Couple, yeah, one, like one <laughs> sentence. They did this thing they had to do and everyone lived heavily after. The end. Happily ever after. The <laughs> yeah. end. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm still thinking about our for the paperback copy. Well, yeah, I'm still thinking about our, our book of nothing. You know that's uh, that's a viable opposition. Like these people who do musical can't speak musical compositions of of silence. Silence, still, yes. Still do that. Still do that empty book, book we talked nothing. about the other week. Yeah, just a book of nothing. We could go and do readings and everything. Yeah, no I'm Surprised nobody's tried to get away with it, really. Maybe we should try. Yeah, I think so. That could be the answer. But in the meantime, Mm-mm. we need to get back to this. The one with words in. Weird words. Then Grandolf has an even better idea. He thinks, get us into the club lounge. And whoosh, <laughs> sitting in the club lounge. After all, Brits don't queue. Hey, man, I'm American. I'm not a Brit. Says Moonbeam, then spots the bar at the far end of the lounge, and he's off. And I am Spanish. Ole. ha, 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 ha. Captain Jarell Cartano. And I'm an Elvis fan, but my passport says I'm European. 
crazier laughs, a man giggle. One of them patronising laughs that tells a woman she knows nothing and says, You're not a European anymore, sweet cakes. It goes on to mansplain her about Brexit, but nobody listens. <laughs> I wonder where, why nobody listens. We're getting very satirical here, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Although slightly out of, um, not quite that, you know. Yeah, no, no. A bit out of date now because yeah, you know, Brexit's be. been and gone, really. We might get called to be on Have I Got News for you. A loud toot. That's good. Like my toot. That was a good one. That, that was a good one. That's toots go. That's one of the better ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'll put a bit of reverb on you for that, you know, when I'm, <laughs> yeah. when I'm mixing that up. <laughs> you got binging there in the background. I don't know. This phone stopped beeping. I thought I'd put it on. The, oh, I thought I'd put it on. I didn't put it on the sound. That's why. Go silent. Next thing we're going to have Alexa turn up. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Alexa, what's the time? Shut up. The time is 10.15am. Thanks very much. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the toot signals that the boat boat has cast off. Engines humming, it gently rocks as it leaves the harbour and sails out onto the open sea. There'll be bloomers over the white cliffs of Revon. Hey, is that your <laughs> kind of pirate song? Yeah, that's what they're all singing. See, that's the old... Uh, you, do, you do know the cliffs of Dover, white cliffs of Dover. Yes, I see them quite Norway. regularly on the way when I leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, you're supposed to sing that to yourself, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Probably from our last century or something. It would have to be, as it's in reverse, it would be the Black Cliffs of Revod, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever spells white backwards, I have no idea. Oh, no, that's probably, un- that's probably unpronounceable, isn't it? Coffee. <laughs> what is it? I T E. Thai. Oh, I T E. Hot Thai. Is it? Hot Thai. That, that sounds nearly. S- yeah, Scottish. I don't know. Oh, God. Crazy, I could say that. Hot Hey, will you have a wee drama? Hey, have you tried a hot hey? Single you, man. Twelve no, pound a bottle. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you could be Crazel, Crazel's missus, Mrs. Crazel. I'll write her into the next chapter. Yeah. <laughs> he could take a phone call from his wife. Yes, he could. Yes, that's a good idea. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Where are you? Dinner's getting cold. I know, or whatever the yeah. Scottish equivalent of that. Ah, yes. Where yeah, are you? Your tea's cold. Your tea's getting cold. Come your on. Tea's, your tea's getting cold. Hope you're not out chasing any of them flujies. <laughs> I'll smack you, man. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> right, go. <clears throat> it's another smack. Yeah. Engines humming. Sailing onto the open sea. Soon they have left the shimmering cliffs of Rebod behind. The questers start to settle in. Moonbeam comes wandering back from the bar carrying a cup of chamomile tea. Hey, man, this club lounge is so far out, man. No, it's here, Pristina points at the bar. I know, man. And I'm a woman. Yeah, but it's good. Everything is free. The coffee is free. The tea is free. The biscuits are free. The apples are free. The oranges are free. The nuts are free. The crisps are free. And the newspapers, too. (laughs) That was well researched. (laughs) I thought so. Grand- Grandolf once again rubs his beard, a grave expression on his face. Let's hope the amulet of Snorter. No, that's, no, that's it's Grandolf. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> Grandolf, I never knew you were Scottish. You were just poor, man. Oh, I, I didn't you. Know you. 
Let's hope the amulet of Snorker is free too. We're skint. We've spent every last penny on boat furs. Yeah, man, remind me. Why are we on the boat? Belinda takes his hand in hers and smiles at him. To get to the island? Well, a lily, lily pad, actually, which is on a plinth, which is on a concrete platform, which is at the shore of a tiny island, which is on the lake of the Seven Agonies, which is on a bigger island, which is in, which is in a sea between two <coughs> continents on Holographia, a bit like an island on the lake of the Azores, actually. I'll tell you what, we're getting, we're getting plenty of wear out of that paragraph, aren't we? I think, that's yeah. the third, I think that's the third time it's turned up. It's a pain in your ass to read. <laughs> Good, though. Easy to write, though, once you've written it once. Yeah, you can just copy and paste. Well, well I think we're showing a very sort of uh, worthy attitude here. We're recycling, aren't we? I suppose we recycle everything. Yes, it is Tuesday, recycling day. But fools! Jarrell Cartano, whose real name is Sanchez, although he won't tell that to any of the assembled for sne- his own sneaky reasons, says... The amulet is not on the island. It is round King Tauthas' neck. Ha 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 ha. That's a Spanish accent. Olosia, <laughs> who would sit on the Jez lounge had she not a hidden spear up her back, says... Better than the round his bum. Damn that! Grandolf once again rubs his beard, a grave expression on his face. This means we're on the wrong boat. Pristina begins to shake. Oh dear, that boat is now far out of the sea and we are stuck. Belinda Sell says, Well, not really. Our boat is making good progress. Bob says, Yes, but it's making progress in the wrong direction. If the amulet of Snorka is around King Tartas's neck, we need to be on the boat to wherever King Tartas lives. Not on the boat to this island that is an island or a lake on the Azores. Oh, Belinda, why did you send us astray? Oh, I didn't. But unfortunately, my knowledge isn't as big as the head elder's knowledge. I'm the youngest elder, which means I'm not quite as mature as the elder elders, which means... My knowledge isn't quite as extensive, which means I might make the odd mistake. Oh, well. Laughs Crazel. We all cock up at times. He then gropes Belinda's bum to make her feel better. Eek! She doesn't. Feel better, that is. Grundolf once again rubs his beard, a grave expression in his face. That may be so, but now not only do we need to turn the boat around... We also need to go and find King Tidehars, wherever he may be. Anyone know where he lives? Not me. Nor me. I'm seasick. Me neither. Not the funniest. This <laughs> <laughs> is just selective voices. It would then select a voice here. <laughs> King Tidehars would know. No, man. I know where King Tidehars lives. Captain Cartano says in, his, says in his Spanish accent. In a Milky Way, far away, on a planet called, you wouldn't be able to pronounce it. <laughs> Go back to chapter four and check it. Yeah, man, but how can we get there? Says Moonbeam. It sounds like it's far out, man, far out. Well, unfortunately, I can't tell you how we get there right now, because the word count of this chapter is going up and up. Did he just say the word count is going, of this chapter is going up and up? Yes. 
It's breaking the fourth wall. Third it wall, is. fourth wall. Which wall? Well, yeah, wall. fourth wall, fourth wall. Yeah, breaking the fourth wall. So, so he's aware see. that um, he's in a book. Cutting edge, cutting edge. He's yeah, he's self-aware. That's all right. This is this, this could put us online for Pulitzer or a Booger or something. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the way they broke the fourth wall. It was spectacular. Yes, I did too. It was it wonderful. <laughs> Super. Here's your prize. <laughs> You have to get Melvin Bragg. We'll be meeting Melvin Bragg before we know where we are. <laughs> anyway, what else does he say? Okay. Oh, he says something else. You will have to wait for the next chapter of the book. Telling you would mean I go... I'm sorry. Telling you would not... Oh, yeah. I'll do the whole line again. <laughs> You'll have to wait for the next chapter of the book. Telling you now would mean I'd go over the set limit. Can you at least give us a clue? No, but maybe that vortex can take us there. Maybe, maybe not. But get there, we must. <laughs> well then, starts Pristina, I'm going to the duty-free for now. They have perfumes. And booze. And sales assistance. And teddy bears, man. Another chapter done. And what a chapter. And what a chapter. And what does a moonbeam want with a teddy bear? I don't know. Maybe he's missing home or something. But he's got a worry blanket as well. He's like Linus out of uh, Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah, dust cloud, smell cloud. Yeah. He's wake. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, well, there we have it. it they're um, on the boat, and um, but they're on the right boat. They could the be wrong the wrong way. <laughs> I don't know. The right boat, the wrong way. Is it the wrong way? The right boat. I don't know. It's all getting very confusing. Yeah, uh, let's hope they uh, figure it out for next time. And what's this old Cartano bloke? He sounds like he might be up to something, you know. I heard the name Sanchez, you know, just saying. Yeah, that was uh, that was one, one of, wasn't that one of the Spaniards King Titus? Yeah, yeah. Kidnapped into yeah. slavery from yeah. Marbella yeah. or wherever yeah. he went. Yeah, I think so. It could be a, could be a coincidence, but no, no one else, no in this book. It's probably not. No, there's no coincidences ah, in this book. Here he comes. Bang on oh, time. Brian. Oh, here he comes. He's clutching his little script there. Okay, Brian. At last, my turn. I have another horoscope. This time for James. He's an avid listener and hopes something positive lies ahead, as things haven't been too good of late. Horoscope for James The stars have aligned to bring you good luck. Just kidding. They haven't. Quite the opposite actually. Your week will be miserable. You'll fall down the stairs. You'll break your leg. The ambulance will break down on the way to the hospital and it'll take five hours for a recover vehicle to sort it out. When the paramedics finally carry you into the hospital, they'll trip over the entrance and you'll fall off the stretcher, breaking the other leg too. You'll be operated on and the doctors will remove your left kidney. Three days later, They'll send you home without grudges. When you get home, your house will be empty because your wife has finally left you. But chin up, the rest of the month will be better.
Oh, dear, poor James. Oh, and he was hoping for something positive too. Yeah, luckily we all know that hor- horoscopes are just so true always, aren't they? So um, Yes, so if you're listening, James, put, down, might be hope. put down those tablets and uh, you never know. <laughs> what do you mean, put down those tablets? Might never happen. It is time to go. Time to go. Time to go and do things and eat cheese and oh, yes. have lunches and all sorts of stuff. So, um, hope you have a good week. Yes, enjoy your week and see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Cheery. Oh.